Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the rundown. It is the Wednesday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. And around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Lots of stuff we're going to get into today, including post-spring top 25s. Yeah, (laughs) I'm looking at some of these. And kind of laughing a little bit. You know, Coach Dabo Sweeney said the other day that, you know, you can't really take into account a good bit of what these polls say on the post-spring side because nobody really knows anything about anything. But it was interesting today when it came out that you've heard a lot. I think there was someone from ESPN that said, Clemson's toughest game this season is the South Carolina game. Now, I bring that up because as soon as I heard that, I laughed. Not because I'm laughing at the Gamecock fans. I did it because I'm laughing at whoever said that obviously hadn't looked at the Clemson schedule. And it came out today that, in theory, if things go the way that this latest post-spring top 25 says, the Gamecocks are quite possibly the third or fourth hardest game on Clemson's schedule. Why? Because they have Texas A&M at number one, as far as that goes. I think they're number, they're the toughest team on the schedule there. But then it comes down to Number two being Syracuse. Yeah, I had to stop a minute and think about that myself. Syracuse? But Syracuse checks in at number 23 in the latest post-spring top 25. Clemson does move up to number one, though. But still, the top five is rounded out by Alabama at two, Georgia at three, Oklahoma at four, and Ohio State at five. So I bring that up because I think that I'm going to get back on the thing that I talked about a while back. You don't really know what any of these teams have. So when you look at these pre-top 25s, I don't think they mean anything. I really don't. It's something for us to read and something that we can speculate about. 
But of this preseason top five, let's just take the top five, where you've got Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. You can make an argument that at the end of the season, you may have three of those teams in the top five. You can make an argument that they may be in the top five, but they'll move around a little bit. Either way, it is funny, though, because people will take and run with these post-spring top 25s, and in reality, they don't mean anything. They really don't. But it is something to talk about, though. And we can take your calls on this at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to talk about the proposed spring top 25, Matt's being funny on Facebook Live today saying South Carolina's not in the top five. No, sir, no, they are not. That's, that is kind of funny, though. Thank you for sharing with the show today, Matt. We also have stuff from the college basketball corruption trial today. This is an interesting thing going on here. You know, the more and more you hear from this trial, and by the way, just because of what you hear at the trial doesn't necessarily mean that it happened. Okay, these are accusations that come from wiretaps. It's not necessarily, you don't know if these are true or not. Let's make sure we get that out there first. But according to the wiretaps, uh, the wiretaps, Apparently, Arizona was paying Deon, um, DeAndre Ayton $10,000 a month. Now, stop and think about that for a second. You, you wonder sometimes, why don't these kids just go across seas to play? Because they're not going to get $10,000 a month to play in China. That's why. They can stay closer to home and get ten grand a month. Very weird when you stop and look at some of these things that are coming out of that trial. We'll also talk a little bit today about Brock Lesnar's retiring. I don't know why I'm so hung up on Brock Lesnar. Maybe it's because I've just always seen him as just this big, like, last gladiator-type guy. And I think that has to do with the fact that I grew up as a kid watching Hulk Hogan. And Brock Lesnar is definitely, in my opinion, this, this year's Hulk Hogan, or this decade's Hulk Hogan. I mean, he was the guy that was like the cartoon-type, bigger-than-life guy. And now, you know, he says he's retiring, not only from MMA, but may retire from the WWE after WrestleMania of next year. I've got plenty more on the college basketball corruption trial. We'll get into that as well. Also, you know, an interesting uh, bit came out today about the Oakland Raiders. And I've seen folks online talking about, yeah, I'm a Clemson fan and I love the Oakland Raiders now. Their general manager talks about why he picked three Clemson players in the draft. I've got those comments. We'll get to those later on. Alabama's coach, Nick Saban, talks about how, about why, I believe he knows why that the Crimson Tide ended up getting blown out by Clemson in the national championship game. We'll talk about that as well. We've also got D1 Baseball's regional projections. Those just came out today. You know, we'll get into those right now. This is really interesting because these will change, obviously. But here's the, the, the best part. If you look at it, the majority of the teams are from the ACC and the SEC. Though you do have 
a section of teams from, I'm talking about the national seeds, by the way, that are from the Pac-12. Because right now, two of the, I think it's like, what, three of their top five are from the Pac-12. So in their mind, they're really liking what the Pac-12 is doing on the baseball front. Maybe they're just trying to spread the sport. I don't know. But the Pac-12, of course, they did win last year with Oregon State. I don't know if Oregon State's going to be able to do it again. This year they're listed as a the number seven seed overall. But Clemson right now is listed as one of the last five in, along with Houston, Indiana State, Florida, and Iowa. The first five out, Illinois State, BYU, Texas, Washington, and Oregon. So that's interesting. Of course, the number one seed overall is UCLA. Number two is Vanderbilt. Three is Arkansas. Four is Mississippi State. Number five is Louisville. Six is Georgia Tech. I don't think very many people picture the Yellow Jackets being as good as they are this season. Number seven is Oregon State. Eight is Georgia. Nine is as I'm sifting through my stuff here. Oh, East Carolina. And by the way, listen to this regional. If D1 Baseball gets it correct, they've got East Carolina and Campbell as the one and the four seed. Your two and three seed is is Auburn as the two seed, and then Clemson. The coach at uh, up in uh, Greenville has to be thinking, my goodness, can I catch a break? Stanford is your 10 seed. Texas Tech is the 11. LSU is at 12. Number 13 seed overall, according to D1 Baseball, is Baylor, followed by North Carolina, Miami, and West Virginia. Now, when you look at all of these, uh, these folks that are in there, in, in the, uh, the latest regional projections, here's one thing that, if you're a Clemson fan, you can appreciate. Clemson has played, and they did lose, but they did play a set with Georgia. They played and lost a series to Georgia Tech. They won a series over Louisville. They swept a three-game set from North Carolina. So Clemson has some good quality wins on their schedule. If the, uh, if the bracket holds up the way that it looks right here in these projections. Two teams that normally are in these projections that are not there right now are Coastal Carolina. These guys won the national title a couple of years ago. And then South Carolina as well. Are you more shocked that Coastal is there or, or South Carolina is not there? Because I, I would generally think at the beginning of the season, if you're an average college baseball fan, you're going to think that three of the 64 spots are going to go to Clemson, South Carolina, and Coastal. Not so much right now. Not so much. If you want to talk college baseball, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. But interesting round of projections there with Clemson as their last five, you know, one of the last five in. Now, Clemson, of course, can uh, help solidify that a little bit if they can uh, take care of business with Gardner-Webb this weekend. 
the Gamecocks are, I think, just trying to get to Hoover. Because then you get to Hoover, you can do something. You might be able to knock off some teams, maybe knock on the door a little bit. But the Gamecocks play Vanderbilt this weekend. If they want any shot of winning enough games to get into Hoover, they need to take at least one from the Commodores. Who, by the way, are playing lights out baseball right now. Clemson, on the other hand, doesn't need to stub their toe against Gardner-Webb. They have a couple of midweek games next week. Maybe an interesting time for Clemson because if they go 4-0 and they don't take another hit in the RPI, that may solidify themselves just a little bit heading into that series with NC State. Because they wrap up with NC State and uh, Wake Forest in conference play. So... Maybe this little bit of time out of conference might be a good thing for the Tigers. Although Gardner-Webb plays pretty good baseball. But I think next week they've got the Citadel and Presbyterian. A couple of teams that are not playing very well right now. That might be what's best for Clemson, though. Get a couple of, get a couple of confidence wins before you head to Raleigh with NC State. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to get involved with the program this afternoon. By the way, if the ACC tournament started today, Clemson would be... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 10 seed, overall, they'd be behind Notre Dame, behind Wake Forest, as the 10 seed. Now, the interesting thing is, is that the teams that are above them, they've won a series against Louisville, won a series against North Carolina, still have that series with NC State. But the the most interesting part about this is that you've got two 12 and 12 teams with Notre Dame and Wake Forest right there, and then Duke is at 13 and 11 as the seven seed. So, Clemson still has some room here. They can move up a little bit and improve their seating in the, in the ACC tournament. But, this weekend it doesn't matter because they are out of conference play and playing Gardner-Webb. Alright, so we could talk a little bit about some college baseball there. Uh, what do you think the Gamecocks can do to right the ship? Are Gamecock fans, you know what, and I've thought about this too. Have Gamecock fans given up on the season? Meaning that, are we going to have people that actually show up to Founders Park this weekend? Now, I know that there's going to be a lot going on around the Midlands. It's like our first really good good set of spring weather. I'm sure Lake Murray is going to have tons of people out on their boats. We're going to have our Taco Tequila, Taco Tequila and Beer Festival at the Historic Columbia Speedway. I know I'll be out there helping out, doing some stuff to make that cool. So are people going to show up? 
I don't know. I mean, it's not going to be like it normally is, like it was at the beginning of the season. Like it was for the Clemson series where, you know, you had people were packed on top of each other. But will Gamecock fans show up for this Vanderbilt series? We shall see. If you want to call and talk a little baseball, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of Clemson recruiting later on. Uh, we may talk a little bit about, if we get have enough time, we may talk about the Alliance of American Football and how that turned into a gong show quickly. Now one of the, one of the financiers of that is in jail. We may get into that later on. Uh, we'll look at the post-spring top 25. The set from uh, SI.com is interesting because there are a couple of teams that on there that I'm not sure should be ranked as high as they are. So we'll probably get into that momentarily. We've also got uh, the NBA that we can get into a little bit. Uh, James Harden has a lacerated eyebrow. How do you get a lacerated eyebrow? I mean, that's that, that's like an injury you call your mom about. Mom, I got a lacerated eyebrow. And then your mom hears that and she's like, what? So we'll get into that too. We'll also get into what uh, Mike Mayock, the general manager of the Oakland Raiders, what he said, why he drafted Clemson players. Pretty interesting take that he had on why he drafted Clemson players and what he said about Cleland Farrell. Yeah, we don't know how athletic he is. We don't know how fast he runs the 40, but we like this. And I've got his comments a little bit later on. We'll, we'll have those later on here in the, on the rundown. Of course, you're always welcome to join in. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. If you want to respond to what I said earlier, according to the post-spring top 25, the Gamecocks are probably third or fourth as far as toughest games on Clemson's schedule. I didn't say that. The top 25 did. Just saying. We'll talk about that, and we've got other things we'll get into this afternoon right here on The Rundown. Don't forget, Clemson Sports Talk follows me this afternoon. Lawton Swan is the czar of Clemson Sports. He'll have everything you need to know about Clemson. He might get into this today if I don't catch it first. Looking at his this uh, Clemson 2020 recruiting class, it may be, if it ended right now, it would be a small class, but probably one of the better classes in Clemson history. But there are other players that may be heading this way. We'll talk about that when we come back. Of course, the podcast for the show will be up about 5 o'clock today. This is The Rundown. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. <laughs> Welcome into the Rundown. Welcome back to the Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Shout out to Nick watching on Facebook saying, I uh, want to know about DJ Ungalehi, if I pronounce his name correctly. <laughs> I tell you what, I give Don Munson credit, man. Don Munson, the voice of the Tigers. He has to be able to pronounce that. Especially if uh, Ua Ungalehi is the guy that is the starting quarterback for the Tigers. 
Can you imagine if that happens a couple years from now when Trevor Lawrence goes on his way? Ua Ungalehi having to say that over and over again. I can, I can just imagine Munson saying, Ua Ungalehi steps back, looks down the field. Ua Ungalehi throws. That's why he does that better than I do. I would just call him DJ. That's what I would do. DJ, back to pass. That would be better. I'm to get Don Munson on the show. All right, so a couple of little things we'll get into today. Uh, on the recruiting trail, apparently DJ Uga Ungalehi is supposed to put out some announcement today on Twitter. He has not done that yet. I think that announcement that he's going to put out today is going to be, yeah, I'm making my announcement date. And he may narrow it down to his top three or four classes. I think it's just going to be two, in my opinion. It's going to be Clemson and Oregon. So I think that everything you read online says that he's like a huge Clemson lean. But I don't know. You never know with these kids. But also as a part of that 2020 class, Five-star defensive end Miles Murray out of Powdersville, Georgia, announced that he'll commit on May 17th. So this could be like the big time for the Clemson recruiting class with all of these guys announcing pretty much in May. So the Tigers have already picked up Brian Brisse, the five-star, or Brisey, the five-star defensive lineman, as well as five-star defensive back Fred Davis. But it could be more interesting if they pick up Murphy and Ua Ungalehi, and then if they could get Jordan Birch, who is from right here in Columbia at the Hammond School, you could, in theory, have, what, five five-star recruits heading to Clemson? And, you know, some of the four-star guys they've got are pretty impressive on their own right. We will see how that shakes out for Clemson. You want to talk recruiting? Have at it. 803-978-1832. I've heard that there's kind of a lean that uh, maybe Birch goes to South Carolina. I don't know. You never really know with these kids. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to get involved with the rundown this afternoon, would love to talk a little bit of recruiting with you. We can also talk about... The uh, Clemson baseball team, the South Carolina baseball team, how uh, right now it's kind of, can we just get to Hoover? I remember back in the days when Hoover didn't really matter. What I meant by that was, yeah, if we play well in Hoover and we're Gamecocks, awesome. We're worried about the tournament that starts next week. Now it's like, can we get to Hoover and do some damage there just so we can play the following week? 803 978 one eight three two eight zero three nine seven eight one eight three two is the number to call if you want to get involved with the rundown this afternoon. Would love to have you join us. Of course, don't forget Clemson Sports Talk will be joining us later on. Lawton Swan is the czar of Clemson Sports. We will see how he go, uh, how his show goes today. Is he missing Lowell the producer? <laughs> Lowell the producer moving on from us. 
going to miss that old guy. Of course, you can check out Lowell's podcast, Losers Talking Winners, right there on the Fox Sports Radio website, foxsportsradio1400.com. He does that with Seth English, a very different kind of podcast. So go ahead and check that out if you want to, uh, you know, get your Lowell the Producer fix. All right, so let's talk a little bit here real quick about the NBA tonight. There is, I told you yesterday, by the way, that I thought for sure that Houston was going to win that game. Boy, do I look stupid today. <laughs> look stupid last night. It's my phone beeps and, oh, you're an idiot, Rob. Yes, I was not very bright. But, hey, with that, I, I can come back and, uh, and take my humble pie. I don't have a problem with that. But the Rockets lose last night. James Harden says he can't see because he has a lacerated eyebrow. He should be like Rocky. Remember Rocky in, in the first one, where the first Rocky movie where he's like, just cut me, Mick, cut right through there so we can see? This is the playoffs. Get your eye right. Got stuff to do, man. You got you to, you this is like, in my opinion, this series is like the NBA Finals because none of the other teams really make me want to watch them. I mean, I'll watch the Celtics, other teams, really make me want to watch them. I mean, I'll watch the Celtics. But come on, does anybody else really set you on fire in the NBA playoffs right now? I'm just saying. I do have something to do that I knew that I like to do on Twitter, though. I like to uh, go and mess with the guys from the SC Sports Show that's on our sister station, News Radio 560 WVOC. I go and just mess with them. That's kind of funny because uh, they were talking last night about they didn't like Felipe Franks. But it, well, the funnier part is is that uh, Will Pelagic, at Willie P. Style, make sure you tweet at him if you're a Carolina Hurricanes fan. I'm not a hockey guy. I don't get the theory of wearing a hockey sweater in the middle of May. I don't own a hockey sweater because uh, I am an American. The Canadians trying to take over our, our, our world here with their sport. Not really a hockey guy, I'm sorry. But if you tweet at Willie P. Style, just uh, Carolina Hurricanes stuff, yeah, he'll appreciate that. So I like doing that on Twitter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. And, of course, follow those guys, too, at Lawton Swan and at Willie P. Style. They put out good information. Follow the SC Sports Show as well. All right, we come back. We'll talk a little bit. I want to look through this post-spring top 25 from SI.com. A couple of teams on there. I was like, whoa, those, those, those guys are ranked? Crazy. We'll get into that a lot more in just a moment. You are listening to The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Every day, we rise 
challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. As my music is acting silly today, but we will overcome. All right. The Faux Spring Top 25 from SI.com was put out today. I told you earlier I'd go through some of these, and some of them don't make sense. Wait, what? SI.com makes mistakes? Yeah, they do. They have Clemson at number one, Alabama at two, Georgia at three, Ohio State at four, Notre Dame at five. It seems like the same old song and dance over and over and over again. But still, I don't really have too much of a problem with that. Oklahoma at six. You know, I'm, I'm at the point now where I, I was worried about Oklahoma and you know what? Last year we were like, all right, Kyler Murray is going to get his chance. But is it going to be the – is he going to be able to step in and do what Baker Mayfield did? Jalen Hurts has already done and won, you know, been to the national championship with Alabama. So he's been at that mark, okay? So I don't know if Oklahoma is going to be able to to do what they did. But I do like what Jalen Hurts brings to them as far as leadership. And I think that's important. Michigan at number seven, Florida at number eight. Now, here's my thing with Florida. You know, I was goofing on the guys from SC Sports earlier, and they were talking about Felipe Franks. And it seems like when I watch Felipe Franks, I think that he's terrible too. But SI writes this. Franks did enough during his sophomore season and this spring to head into fall as QB1. Emory Jones will have a chance to put pressure on Franks if the Gators sputter on offense. Wow. Okay there. I'm not too sure if I'm if I'm buying Florida being ranked 8th. Uh, Texas at number 9. Texas A&M at 10, followed by Oregon and Washington. And then you have LSU, Penn State, UCF at 15. Maybe the magic carpet ride hasn't run out for them yet. And then you've got Utah at 16, Wisconsin at 17, Iowa at 18, Auburn at 19. And here's the funny thing with with Auburn. They don't know who their quarterback's going to be. That's why these things are so interesting to me because a lot of times you're just kind of, you have to project about what they've got. And if we're going by projections, I generally think that if you have a good quarterback, you have the capability to be a pretty good team. Am I wrong on that? Is that too simple? No one knows who the quarterback is going to be at Auburn, but they're ranked 19th in the latest SI.com poll. Northwestern's at 20. They have 13 returning starters. That's pretty good. Iowa State's at 21. Miami's at 22. I think Miami's going to be that that good after uh, what happened to them last season. Let's not forget the season before. 
where Miami went to the ACC championship game. Then you've got Michigan State at 23, followed by Nebraska. And then number 25 is Virginia Tech. Every year we go in thinking Virginia Tech is going to be the darling of the Coastal Division. And they most of the time end up coming up short. Who's going to win the Coastal Division? I mean, it's last year it was Pittsburgh. Anybody pick Pittsburgh? At ACC kickoff, I picked them to finish dead last in the division. I may just flip a coin this year. I may end up with Duke. I don't know. That's how wide open that Coastal Division is. I mean, I guess you get to claim that, hey, we were Coastal Division champions. Do you get to hang a banner for that, though? I'm one of those guys. If you can't hang a banner for it, I I don't want to do it. I don't think you should hang a banner for a division title, but that's just me. 803-978-1832. There's your top 25, though, post-spring. Now, this is from SI.com. The USA Today top 25 has is a little less friendly to the ACC with, um, I think they only have two teams, that being Clemson and Syracuse, whereas the SI poll has Virginia Tech, Miami, and you know what? You can almost claim Notre Dame, by the way. I mean, they play an ACC schedule. I don't know what's going to take them so long to get into a conference, but uh, that probably needs to happen. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to get involved with the program today, we can talk a little bit about that. Do you agree that uh, the ESPN uh, analyst said that South Carolina is the toughest game on the schedule for Clemson? The preseason top 25 says it's Texas A&M and then Syracuse, which would put the Gamecocks at three. I'm going to call up and respond to that, 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to get involved with the rundown this afternoon. We'd love to talk with you about that. And, of course, we can also talk about the latest baseball projections, having Clemson as one of the last five in, the only team from the Palmetto State. At one point, it was, it was almost a given where you were going to have Coastal Carolina, Clemson, and South Carolina in the NCAA baseball tournament. And then the College of Charleston was generally good enough, and so was the Citadel at one point. Winthrop had a good set of years. Now it's just down to just Clemson. Kind of an off year in the Palmetto State for a lot of these teams. So if you want to talk a little college baseball, we can get into that. Also, uh, Clemson, of course, as I said, right now they're 12-12 and in conference play, good enough for 10th which would get them into the ACC tournament up in Durham. But uh, 10th place right now, the 10th seed. South Carolina, on the other hand, they're at, what, 5-16 and 16 in conference play? And they are tied with Alabama and Kentucky. But Alabama owns the tiebreaker with the series win. So only one of those teams is going to go. The other two are going to be left at home. Of course, South Carolina plays Kentucky in a couple of weeks at Founders Park. They've also got their two of their last three series are at home with Vanderbilt and Kentucky. And then, of course, the last one on the road at Mississippi State. But it's kind of a it's kind of cutting time there for 
this year's Gamecock baseball team. You think they can rebound and do it? Remember last year? We were throwing dirt on them quick. And then all of a sudden, they flipped the switch and made it within a game of going to Omaha. Do you think that this year's team has enough horses? 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. We can uh, touch on all of that. We can touch on the NBA stuff that we had earlier. Um, we can touch on the recruiting stuff that we talked about earlier as well. The final segment, though, I'm going to play you the comments from Mike Mayock. He is the Raiders general manager. And what he said about drafting Clemson players, kind of interesting. Uh, we'll get into Brock Lesnar retiring. Tom Izzo was apparently not willing to pay recruits to come to Michigan State. That's according to the FBI wiretaps. We'll get into that and a lot more this afternoon. Of course, you can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. Feel free to check me out there. Also, you can um, follow me on Facebook. Folks watching on Facebook today, they kind of pepper me behind the scenes, so we appreciate that as well. Uh, Lawton Swan for Clemson Sports Talk will join us this afternoon at 4. He will take you home this afternoon. Don't forget, Clemson baseball this weekend. We are your home for Clemson sports. Of course, we'll have the games with Gardner-Webb as uh, Clemson starts to get to the point where they wrap up that season. So we'll have those games for you on Saturday and Sunday. More of the rundown in just a moment. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to the rundown. My buddy Andy Woods from WCOS stops in. And he, he tells me a tragic cat story, and now I have to go on the air and be happy. Leave, sir. You have ruined the vibe of my show. My feelings are crushed. For those that don't know, I'm a big cat person. I mean, I, I don't mind dogs. I like dogs, but I just, I've always liked cats. And Andy Woods is a cat guy, too. And he told me this story about how he's going to lose one of his cats. And he just ruined the vibe of my show. I was all jacked up about what I was going to get into next. Oh, man. I tell you what, man. It's fun working with uh, some great people here at iHeartRadio. But then I got dopes like Andy Woods that want to throw me off my vibe. All right. Some people are calling Mike Mayock a dope. He picked three. Excuse me. He got what? Uh, Make sure I give you the correct numbers here. Three former Clemson players and added another as an unrestricted free agent, an undrafted free agent. And some people were really hammering him for taking Cleveland Farrell as high as he did. And they were calling him a knucklehead. But Mayock talked a little bit on the Rich Eisen show about why he selected Clemson players. And this is what he said. They're all, they've all played in a bunch of big football games in their collegiate careers. They've all competed at the highest level, including against Alabama for national championships. Um, they, they've all they've graduated. Um, their character is phenomenal. I, I think uh, Dabo does a great job. Has really turned that program and obviously into one of the top programs in the country. Um, so it's a combination of things, Rich. It's a, it's a combination of watching the film itself and evaluating the player. It's knowing what kind of program they came out of, which preaches accountability to yourself, your teammates, your coaches, and your university. Um, and, and then it's about the adversity, what they've been through, how they've dealt with it. And at the end of the day, there better be some talent there. And, and we felt like they all had that. 
Mike Mayock on the Rich Eisen Show this afternoon. You know what? When you really stop and look at it from that perspective, you kind of get it. But then the reality is, is that you've got a lot of guys that are in the NFL that played on teams that were not as good as Clemson and Alabama were last year. So this guy takes three players from Clemson of his nine picks. So he got Cleveland Farrell, Trayvon Mullen in the second round, and of course Hunter Renfro in the fifth, and then picked up Cannon Smith, a tight end, that played for Clemson as a UDFA, undrafted free agent. That's the acronym there. And then he takes the number 24 pick and gets Alabama running back Josh Jacobs. So apparently, either A, it's one of two things. Either he just watched the championship games and went with those guys, or maybe he wants guys that are proven winners. Could be one or the other. I just think it's interesting that he spent that much time, and maybe it's just the way that the draft fell too. But here's the thing. He's going to be paid, and he's going to keep his job on the backs of these guys. So drafting Hunter Renfro in the fifth round, Renfro better pan out. Otherwise, it may make him look bad. You can miss on one or two. You know, if the undrafted tight end doesn't make it, okay. But Farrell needs to be a hit. Farrell needs to be a hit. The first draft for this guy, Farrell needs to be a hit for him, or it's something that could hinder him as he starts his career with the Oakland Raiders. All right, so a couple of little things before we get out of here. You know, I mentioned earlier about DeAndre Ayton, apparently, according to the FBI wiretaps, was getting ten grand a month from uh, Arizona to play there. Tom Izzo reportedly was not willing to pay top recruits to come to Michigan State. Dawkins said in court today that he wanted to steer Brian Bowen, the former South Carolina somewhat player that would have played here if the NCAA would have allowed it, a five-star prospect in the class to Michigan State. However, Izzo would not ante up for the big swing man. How dirty is college basketball? I mean, look at just all the, and, and how it's like, you know, the whole, the whole, what is it, 12 degrees of Kevin Bacon theory? I mean, it ties so much into so many different programs. Merle Code, of close, of course, went to Clemson. You've got the guy that uh, that, that coached at South Carolina. Bowen was going to come to South Carolina. I mean, the form, the uh, now assistant Clemson coach, maybe not for long, Clemson assistant coach, saying that you have to keep things tight, so the foot like the football team does. How dirty is college athletics? I mean, it really is whacked when you really stop and think about it. Final note today, UFC President Dana White says that Brock Lesnar told him he's retiring. Um, Of course, Lesnar hasn't been in the UFC ring in a while. The last time he was, he did beat John Hunt. But then that was ruled a no contest because he was jacked up on steroids. You know, Brock Lesnar, for me, the first the first wrestling match that I've seen him in, I was like, wow. What kind of an athlete is this guy, by the way, that he's competed in the WWE, he's competed in the UFC, and he tried out for the Minnesota Vikings as a football player. Just, you know, some people are just born with just talent and size and speed. 
This guy has all of that, and now it looks like he may be retiring. I've also heard from, I think, uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrator reported that he may be retiring from the WWE next year, and then he'll go off into the sunset as one of the biggest athletes. And I say biggest in where he's actually performed. Not very many people can say that they've, you know, played with an NFL team, played uh, main event at a WrestleMania, and, of course, won a UFC title. Not very many people can say that. That and Brock Lesnar just looks like he's just a bad man still to this day. I don't think I'd tangle with Brock Lesnar. Big old boy. All right, tomorrow on the rundown, we will have the latest for you, just like we did today, as uh, things come to us. Working on a couple of interviews, too. So we'll uh, we'll work on that. And I'm trying to get some, um, I'm trying to do a series where we'll have, like, some former players come on, talk a little bit about the upcoming football season. All right, don't forget, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Soundsgood. Lawton Swan will be here this afternoon at 4 o'clock with Clemson Sports Talk. He is the czar of Clemson Sports Podcast will be up at 5 o'clock this afternoon. More of the rundown tomorrow on Fox Sports Radio 1400. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.